the church is marching on, the gate of hell will never overcome it. Amen. Where two or three are gathered in my name, they are mine in the midst of them. Amen. Praise God. Today I just want to share with you on how to write your own ticket with God. How to write your own ticket with God. I pray that when I'm speaking, many of you will not make the habit of going to toilet. Right? When that thing is coming, you speak to it, speak to your body. Body, in the name of Jesus, you keep quiet. After the sermon, I will go and discharge. You'll be speaking by faith, isn't it? I'm telling you what we have practiced when we were young. Sometimes the devil can manipulate every part of your life, every part of your body, so to speak. Not just spirit, so. And not just so. Can manipulate your body. When an important word wants to come out, you will say, go to the toilet. Then you go to the toilet and miss the, the word, and you see, think you gained. No, you didn't. He has robbed you of that blessing. So some of these things we were taught when we were young in faith. We were really taught. Apostle Paul said, I'm not ignorant of his devices. He has a lot of devices. I told you I was in Ghana many years ago when I was preaching five days revival in the church in Tema. And um, I was supposed to speak on deliverance in the third day, and I was speaking. And the pastor of that church has told this lady who was so much oppressed that, okay, this man is coming, you have heard about him, and I believe you are going to receive your deliverance today. And I never knew that. It was later the pastor told me. And um, we started the service, and... Um, the moment I want to mention her case, she took her bag and left the service. The moment I was to mention her case, she took her bag. In fact, the pastor began to run at her. Ah, ah, this is the thing this lady has discussed with me. This is the thing you are, you are mentioning. Her. And she just took her bag. I said, it is that spirit that told her, take your bag and go. Because the spirit knew if you get that revelation, she has no problem. She'll be free. So that is the way the enemy robbed so-called Christians. I say so-called Christians. Many people are not Christians of a truth, but so-called Christians of their blessing. And they will say they are in the church. Oh, you are in church. You may be in church. You may not be progressed. That that's, doesn't matter. And that is not 
a fault of God. Neither is the fault of leadership. It's your fault. Right? When you start blaming the leadership, you start blaming those who take, auto, uh, take leaders, and start blaming those who preach, you are not ready to be free. Because in this world, you must blame yourself. Amen. That's to do with what I want to teach you. You have to write your own ticket with God. Your own personal ticket. You must learn to write it with God. Marriage is very excellent. It's exciting. But it belongs here. Hmm? And you cannot say, you cannot say, I and my wife will come before you today. Give us this thing. No. That is what the scripture said. Remember this woman who received a child through the ministry of Elijah. You remember that? Huh? Do you know that it was the woman that was taking the lead in the situation? It wasn't the husband. The husband are resigned to faith that he cannot have child anymore. Right? The husband has forgotten that aspect of his life that is not possible anymore. But the wife refused to give up. And that is why when this prophet was passing by every time, because in those days, Elijah, Elijah, they used to go and preach. Don't need the new moon festival and all that. So you see them passing by. Then she told her husband, how can this man be going? He's a man of God. Who first recognized Elijah to be a man of God? Elijah to be a man of God. He is, yeah, he's the woman. He's not the man. The man knew the man used to call, call pass by. But the man, the husband was not sensitive. Enough. Let's take care of this man of God. No. It was the woman who said, I perceive. Here is the man of God that goes past by every day. Let's do something. And that is why I always thank God for women. Thank God for women. Amen. Praise God. If you are a woman, thank God for yourself. Because they are very sensitive. They are sensitive to what they are going to do. They are sensitive to uh, what is lacking that should be fixed. Unlike the men. Praise God. She said, let us make a room for him. Let's furnish the room. So that when he passed by, he will sleep here and will take care of him. And that was the key to their miracle. The woman knew what he was doing. That once he takes care a man of God, a prophet of God, he will have something. But the man was spiritually dead. All he knows how to do is to go to the farm and walk. But the woman was acting that, okay, we have everything. There is only one thing we don't have. Who is going to inherit all this thing? Is it not a child? Eh? Yeah, the woman knew that. The woman saw the need. The woman was sensitive to the need. 
and she got a miracle. Praise God. Do you know that the devil knew that the woman has acted by faith? What did the devil do? He killed the child. Huh? This woman did not give up writing a ticket with God. She took the dead uh, child, called the servant to saddle the horse to go and meet the man of God. And when he got to the man of God, the man of God was asking questions from her. How is your family? How is your husband? How is your son? What was he saying? It is well. He did not allow any negative word to proceed out of her mouth. No. He's always saying it is well. It is well. It is well. And he now grabbed the feet of the man of God and said, where did I ask the child from you? You are the one who said God will give me the child. And the, 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 the prophet said, ah, this thing has happened. This woman was the anguish of soul. Lord did not tell me. Why do you think the Lord did not tell you that? The Lord would have told Elijah. The Lord did not tell Elijah because at first that woman received that child by the faith and the miracle power of Elijah. Not by our personal faith. Now he is going to get the, back, the child back to life by our personal faith. He's going to write our own ticket with God. Not Elijah's ticket now. Our own ticket is going to write with God. And thank God she wrote that ticket with God. She got that child back to life by writing our own ticket with God. Mark chapter 11. Mark 11. Verse 22 to 24. Mark eleven twenty-two to 24. And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto you, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that these things, those things which he has said shall come to pass, he shall have what he said. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 to 12. Matthew 7, 7 to 12. Ask. And it shall be given unto you. Seek. I want you to read this slowly, not fast. 
Read it slowly. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. And he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, he shall be opened. Or what man is there of you whom if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then being evil, know how to give good things unto your children, how much more shall your father, which is in heaven, give good things to them? They're asking. Verse 12. Therefore all things whatsoever you would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Now you see, you cannot read those things without the verse 12 because there is a connection. That's why he used the word therefore. Therefore means he's connecting to some of the things he has said earlier. Now, In the scriptures that we have just read, God is saying something to you practically. He's saying to you that he's giving you a blank check before you. And you should write whatever you want to write inside the check. That's what he's saying. It's not God. It's you now. It's not the pastor, it's you now. It is not the anointing, but it's you now. You have been given a blank check. And God says, write what you will inside the check. You're going to get it. You have been given the opportunity that no one writes the, the ticket for you. You write the ticket yourself. You write what you need. You write the amount you need. You write those you need. You hold the miracle to your life. If you've been looking for the miracle outside yourself, if you've been saying you, or when you murmur alone, if you've been looking for the miracle outside you, it's whatever you say that you will get. It's whatever you write on that ticket, free ticket, that you get. It's whatever you write on that blank check you get. The miracle actually is in your hand. Well, let me tell you the process. The process is seen in Mark eleven twenty three. Anything ye desire, when ye pray, believe that you receive them. Now, 
ye shall have to. Anything ye desire, when ye pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. God is saying, you desire, you believe, and you receive. You desire strongly. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. You desire strongly to get a thing from God, and you believe that thing will come, you will have it. If you can write your ticket with God, the ticket of your life, the ticket of your profession, the ticket of your career, the ticket of what you have conceived, if you can write it with God, God will be faithful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you can avoid the pitfalls that are so common, not just in your generation, in my generation too, we had a problem. When we think that everything we roll onto our hands because we have privileged uncles, privileged fathers, privileged mothers. And so I did not need to trust God. I did not need to act by faith. I did not need to desire. Because when I switch the button of relationship, I'll get it. We had a problem then, and you are having the problem. Your generation is having the same problem. The problem of not stretching forth to trust God, to trust him. That's the problem. It's not a new problem. We had it in our own time. And those of us who stood tall and said, no, I must brave up. I must open this door. I must walk through this door. I must walk through this mountain. I must kill this mountain. Today we are where we are. But many of our generation, also like the children of Israel that did not believe God, perish in the wilderness of life. They are now unsung. They are now unsung. Nobody remembers them. We were Christians together. Nobody remembers them anymore because they failed to write their personal tickets with God. They failed to stretch forth and trust God. They failed to believe they fail to believe. They fail to have a strong desire about their life. They fail to believe. So they didn't have. Hallelujah. It is a sad thing for you to be promoted or you are in, you know, in a progressive position with God and you see your mate in the garage, motor park. You see your mate struggling somewhere. And you remember that this guy or this lady and me 
we are in the same class in secondary school. It's so touching. It's so painful. But it's happening. Every day it's happening. And so, you must know that you have to have the desire to leave that position. Hallelujah. I don't have anything to teach in my ministry for more than 40 years than to teach you to trust God. I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to say. The Bible says when men are down, say there is lifting up. I don't have anything to do than to lift up. Even ministers all over. I keep on encouraging them. When you are not dead, there's the hope. You can change your story. Anybody can change his or her story. It is when you decide to write your ticket with God. In Mark eleven twenty two. The 23, as you have just read, he said, Whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that what he has said shall come to pass, he shall have what he says. The rule of writing ticket with God starts from your mouth. Amen. What do I say? He said, whoever shall say, who will say? Your mouth will say. Be thou removed. At that time, they were looking at a particular mountain at that time. Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. When doubt comes to his mind, he said, thou shall live. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, 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 believe. Because whatever you conceive and you believe, you can do it. Whatever you conceive and you believe, you can do it. Shall not doubt him in his heart, but shall believe. That what I have said will come to pass. You shall have what he says. Throughout my life, I used to tell people that when they are invited to 9BG, I remember when I was pastoring, I used to them, I used to tell them that don't invite me to any 9BG if you are not ready to believe what you are prayed about. It's no use of no use. All those sleeplessness of no use. If we are not going to believe that this prayer we are going to have, we believe that God has done. Even in our family altar, we handed it up by saying, Father, thank you because you have answered all these prayers. You can write your ticket with God. You can conceive What you want. You see, when we old people talk, because you regard us as old people, yes, we are. You know? Yes, we are. But listen. There is nothing you are going to become in your generation that somebody has not become. 
Amen. Some years back, I was flying from Nairobi to South Africa. And I met one guy in the plane. The guy was flying from Argentina to South Africa. Then he asked me, he said, Reverend, because he has asked me, who am I? And I said, and he's a businessman. He said he was living in South Africa before. But because of this apartheid and all that, he has to take, he has to leave South Africa for Argentina, leave his family in South Africa, but he will soon pack his family. So we started talking. <coughs> he said all these Nigerians, he said they say they will be saying that they are rich, they are rich, they are rich. He said he knew Nigerians eh, who are abroad, who has their investment abroad, who are richer than any of these people. But they will never believe it. Nigeria has rich people abroad. But because of the unstable politics, they did not bring their investment here. You need to know that you can write your personal, personal ticket with God. What you want to be. Amen. In this church that is taking up, we are doing so many things. And I'm trying to do so many things for you, young people. Which is not actually my business to do. But because you are young and I know you need to be directed, I put myself forward and start doing it. I don't think it is my duty to tell you to go back to school. It's not my duty. But I know some of you have no vision. We don't even know what you are for. You believe in those kobo kobo you are collecting, which is kobo kobo. And when you are collecting those kobo kobo, I put you on scale. I knew who I was when I was above 30. Amen. I knew who I was. I knew how I used to think when I was in my 20s. I thought the time is still there. Amen. I thought I still have time. Not knowing that this year comes fast, fast, fast. Hallelujah. Before you know it, they say age is a number. It's just a number, isn't it? Praise God. Today, the narration have changed because there are some people who are old. You won't see it in their face that they are old. You know? Especially people who have money to take care of themselves. Would you see? Aha. So, but because I know that you people must know what vision is. Rather than this query, query, uh, query, query gospel. You know, when I was in South Africa, they would tell you that uh, they used to call all of us up from South Africa, up, all this nation up. They would call us <laughs> query, query people. That's what South Africans call us. So when we started cooking our own food, we have our own restaurants there. Me, the, the Nigerians start planting their restaurants. So the South Africans would come to Nigeria restaurant. 
I have witnessed it several times. They will come and ask, come, how does this query query food taste? That's the way they put it. Query query that is. You this query query, this food, how does it taste? They are talking about mommy. They want to taste the mommy. Hmm? They will now say query query because we are the query query. They so much believe that eh, it is now that they are knowing that we are better than them. When they first got independence, they believed that they are better than us. So a South African will never respect Nigeria and Ghana. Now they started respecting us, that we have values more than them. I'm, I'm talking about the blacks. Hmm? They used to accuse us of coming to take their job because at that time, I don't know of now, you just need to have just a medium knowledge about computer. IT, IT. When you go to South Africa, you get a big job. Very big job. And many of our people go there to get big jobs in IT. Because their own people are not trained to get a job, to do those jobs. I mean the blacks. You are the one who will write your own ticket with your God. It began by conceiving what you want. Many people don't know what they want. That is where problem starts from. Many Christians, they don't really know what they want. They just come to church, you sit down and hear a message. What they really want, they don't know it. You are the one who is going to conceive what you want. You are the one who will start, number two, to say it to God. Let it come out of your mouth. Then you start writing your ticket with God. You conceive. You say it, number two. You believe it, number three. And you have it, number four. Conceive it, say it, believe it, and you have it. I'm going to close by that an aspect about these things, when you have followed this ticket writing procedure, conceive it, begin to say it, As you say it, the third step is to believe it. And as you keep on believing it, you have it. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's how to write your ticket with God. But there's another aspect because we are talking about step for faith. There's another aspect that is very crucial that you must master. Everybody say master. <laughs> if you don't master that, the manifestation of what you want to, what you have desired from God, and what the manifestation may be delaying coming. But when you master that, then you are free and you'll be, be with joy every time, every moment. Believing that thing will manifest. Listen. Listen. I am not saying that you should go and start believing for something bigger 
than you now. Amen. Lest you want to fall one night, God. Amen. There's a way believers want to fall one night, God. You know the position you are. You know the next step, next step you want to get to. Eh? I am not saying you start conceiving. Eh? To be, listen, to be the home you normally, eh? when you are in your 20s and your income is just about 200,000. You understand? Eh? Then I will tell you that it is the fathers who are pastoral disease that can be the normally because an average land, one plot in normally now, I'm not talking about the building, one plot in normally now is 85 million to 100 million. This is the money you are looking at. 85 to 100 million. So you first of all look for 100 million to buy land before you say you want to start building. Hmm? If I want to sell this house today, I will sell it for 300 million. 300 million. So if I sell it, you know that if I sell it, I have a better place I'm going. Yeah? And before I even get to the better place, I will first of all fly out and sleep for one month. So no stress. Before I call the architects and the engineers together, oh, I want to be something special. I will first go and sleep. That is not what I'm saying. You know you have an idea the next step you are going into. This does not depend on where you are working now. Are you listening to me? Don't put your mind on promotion where you are working. Believe God for something higher. You see, those employers, they are very wise. They will designate an office for you. You are occupying this office. The office will look nice and big. The name of the office. But if the office is nice and big, it will not translate to a proper salary. So, but because you are young, you say, hey, thank God. And when you look at it, it's only 20,000 they added to your salary. And they are making the millions. You see, I used to teach on prosperity a lot when I was in the foreign mission field, telling them the deceit of an employer. How the employer used to deceive people. They will want you to be hip, to feel hip. Whereas there is nothing to Amen. Praise God. That is one junior, uh, when I was in junior, you know, that was when I was a junior person, I was a child. There's one story in Yoruba that uh, I used to enjoy. How many Yoruba? You see, <laughs> you see, they, in that, the tortoise the was in the concept of the Yoruba mythology. They believe the tortoise is the wisest animal. Very cunningest. So how the tortoise now designed eh, to put the elephant 
into kingship, whereas he was deceiving the elephant. So they went to, the tortoise told them to dig a very big hole. And they put things to cover the hole. And the, the elephant, they didn't know. So they now called the elephant that they want to make him a king. The elephant was happy. So they dressed the elephant and uh, they started uh, singing for the elephant and beating drum. And the, the elephant was still very happy and was dancing until he got to that place where it was well dressed and he never knew it was a hole. Yes, they put a chair, they put a throne there. So when the elephant got there, he sank into the hole. So this is what employers do for those who are not on the faith realm. You know, who are not on the faith realm. They do that for them a lot. You know? But if you are going to be genuine, if you are going to know this word and how to write your ticket with God, you can be anything. Amen. Praise God. I don't even want so much uh, salary people in my church. I want entrepreneurs. Amen. I want you to come and tell me you have gone to buy a popcorn machine. And you have gotten a place to pop corn. And when you start popping the corn, you see that what the corn brings to your hand is more than the salary you, you earn. Am I giving somebody a tip? Eh? Eh? You see, whatever you lay your hand on, shy, that's what he says. So you lay your hand something, something private. Not this salary thing. You understand? Because when you, the people that has the cash today, it's not you. Is the market women. If you ask them to produce 300, 400,000, they have it at home, raw. Have you ever seen them in bank? Immediately they come to bank, you see the cashier respecting them. Yes. The cashier will be respecting them, madam. They will bring out there, they have this special, they give them. Because they know the account of these women. But you people that are educated and you feel that you are working in the office handing 200,000, this is somebody that is popping corn in Ogbadea. Hmm? And the banker knows their account, that he has millions in his account, on our account. That's why I say I will not go to bank anymore. Yes, because Few times I have caused to change things and I've gone. Then I saw a lot of young people, all these little boys with their wares. You see them coming to deposit three million, four million. Eh? They will just wear their short and they, are, they will come and deposit four million, three million. I was in the bank one time. One says that I've had account here since now. Don't you know the account? I said, I have 15 million in my account. Eh? 
And the professor will be sitting down there teaching. No show. I don't want, you see, there are certain things I always encourage. As I'm talking, that is the way I talk all over the world. I don't you understand. To encourage people. You can write your own ticket to God. Let's look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Four, six. Be careful for nothing. But in everything. Everybody say everything. everything. Everybody say everything. everything. By prayer. And supplication. Do you know what supplication means? Eh? Prayer of request. That's what supplication means. By prayer. General prayer. And supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. Because of the fact that you have written your own ticket with God in asking, and you have followed the procedure of writing your ticket with God, what did he say? He said, With thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With thanksgiving. You have not thanked God enough. That is why you have not seen the manifestation of that thing. You need to learn to thank God very well. He said we thank God. It is where you start thanks God, thanking God, that you see the peace of God flooding your soul. You are rest assured to have received that manifestation. Ask me, how many times will I thank God? How long will I thank God? I'm not going to tell you any. I'm just going to tell you to continue to thank God for that thing. Because you have written your ticket with God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Anyone that is close to me will realize that I always talk positively. I don't talk negatively. I don't talk fear. Amen. I'm not among those men of God that will start talking about fear. I am not afraid of anything and I don't want those who follow me to be afraid of anything. There is nothing wrong for you to think big. There's nothing wrong about that. But thinking big is quite different. Pride. Amen? Pride is dangerous. Arrogance is dangerous. It could lead you for God to forsake you. But when you learn to, because the Bible says that God looks at the arrogance, the proud, afar, doesn't want to have anything to do with them. But then there's a difference between pride and self-confidence. Eh? Eh? Do you know the difference? In our society, when somebody has a self-confidence, 
Some people may misjudge you. They said you are proud. Eh? <laughs> well, so you have to have uh, the, the knowledge of the difference. That self-confidence is quite different from being proud. Self-confidence has to do with what you are trusting God for. You know? Has to do with the height you are trusting God for. I'm closing with this. Oprah Winfrey said that when he was, she was young, she lived with her grandmother throughout. And she said, the young grandmother would flog her to watch clothes, to put it online. The young grandmother would hold her, hold her, hold her, hold her throughout the day. You know, this is what mothers do to their children, especially their female children. You know, as uh, mommy is doing to uh, uh, favor, and as uh, Boma's mother was doing to Boma. It's normal. That's what they do. Especially for their female children. Hey, life is not like this. Hey, so, 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 so. Hey, get up. You must be active. You are going to your husband's house now. You must know how to behave. Fine. Mm -hmm. You see, now, but let me tell you something. When it comes to the laboring of putting clothes on the for washing and all that, Oprah Winfrey used to tell her grandmother, Mama, when I grow up, someone will do these things for me. Every time, someone will do these things for me. Someone will do these things for me when I grow up. Someone will do these things for me. Today, people are doing it for her. Amen. You could see, you know, you have to, the white, all these principles, the white, they know. But you blacks, you are so sentimental and emotional that you don't learn. You know, a black man will always be looking for those who make face to her. Who I are. Who I are like this. Who speak like this. That's our problem. Some ladies have come to me and say, uh, some so, so, so I say, if you, she eyes you, hire her back. It is because you allow it. When a lady do like this to you, uh, when you do like this to you two do like this to her. When a lady does not greet you, you two don't greet her. It's not compulsory. Yeah. So you stop all this. Uh, that is not what we want this black race. We are good. We are strong. We are powerful. But we miss it in that area. Petty pettiness. Petty, 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 petty. Petty things, petty things, petty things. Yeah. Help me talk to uh, my sister. I don't know what I did for her. That this days is not greeting you. If she doesn't greet you, don't greet her. There's no rule against it. Eh? How can you now put one that uh, be greeting, greeting, and that one now will be your preoccupation? Hmm? Praise God. Amen. When Archbishop Idaza was alive, he's such a practical man. When he's going, young people did not greet him. He pulled the young person. 
Didn't you see me? You spoil people. Didn't you see me? He said, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. Then he, you know, he used to do that a lot. Eh? But he used to tell us then, me, I cannot give my daughters to a poor man. He used to tell us. Me, I cannot give my daughters to a poor man. The next thing he would say is that if you want to marry my daughter, you come to me. You don't prostrate. I won't give you my daughter. Hmm? I will send you out of my house. Because I didn't do that to my own parents. I respected my own parents. Praise God. Pastor Adeboe told us one time, there was one of his child, the last born at that time. He will come, enter the house, he won't give, he greets Pastor Adeboe. One day, Pastor Adeboe told us that he said, this boy is my last born. Sometimes he comes, he will not greet me, the father. He will just enter the house. So one day I called him. See, I greeted my own father. I prostrate to my own father. You are the last born. If you don't greet me, the thing I will do for you, you see your elderly ones, the thing I will do for you, so he now told the boy that next time you don't greet me, I will not pay your school fees. You go and meet this your mother to pay the school fees, not me. Because I don't want to train up a child there will be hooligans. Praise God. Today, all the daughters of high bishops marry white people. All of them. They marry Americans. You know? The thanksgiving must go up and go up to heaven. You must thank God always. Don't forget, I want to write up now how many separate in writing your own ticket with God. Three. And. Amen. And you keep on thanking God before you receive it. Let's rise up on our feet.